What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the latest episode of the Backbeat Podcast. My name is Kiara Singleton. And I'm Marcus Shepard. And today we are going to talk about one of our favorite legends, um, the diva that is Miss Mariah Carey. Uh, I hope you all have Birthday listened to twin. this. <laughs> I hope you have uh, listened to the new album, Caution. Um, we stand a legend that can not only stay current with the times, but remain herself. And I think that this latest album is the perfect um, mix of both of those things. So yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's get into it. Marcus, how did you feel? I really enjoyed it. I actually, you know, sometimes I stay awake. Thursday nights to listen to new music, but I'm getting old, so I went straight to sleep after watching <laughs> How to Go With Murder. But I woke up in the morning and decided to download it to listen to at the gym. And I was really impressed. Like, I already liked the Bud single GTFO. Um, I really liked that. I thought it deserved to be more of a single and get pushed. And then I also liked the distance with Ty Dolla Sign. Um, the official single, I guess, is Without You that she released. And I think it's cute, right? I think yeah. it's like definitely Mariah fashion, 90s ballad. But I think these other songs are definitely like her in the mix, but also just being her, which I really liked. And I, it didn't feel like she was trying to keep up with the times, right? Like some artists that have been around for, you know, a while, that sometimes they release new music and it's like, it's obvious they're trying to get on a trend or they're trying to yeah. fit in. And with her, it just sounded like she was having fun. And I've been watching these interviews that she's been giving. And it just seems like she's just having fun with music. Like, we know she's a great songwriter. She's, I think she's currently up for potentially being nominated in the Songwriter Hall of Fame, which she definitely yep. deserves. And she's, you know, written amazing ballads and amazingly in-depth up tempos and all of that but like some of the stuff on this album is just fun and it's okay to just have fun songs what did you think on kind of your first cursory listen um well you know i am a very big mariah fan but i was a little hesitant um about this album for two reasons um I wasn't necessarily super into the first um, Buzz single um, when was it Without You came out. I liked that one more. Mm, um, okay. But also just thinking back to the lat- um, her last project, you know, Me, I Am Mariah, The Elusive Shantus, which I will always love that name. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just so extra and so... So her personality. As, as is she. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, I was super disappointed in that album. I felt like um, she was chasing trends, especially mm. with the lead single. But then that the album was quite disjointed. There were some really good um, tracks on the album, but nothing made me want to revisit the album. And I've never... Um, mm really felt like that with the with the Mariah project for the most part generally um well minus glitter but we act like that didn't happen um uh, justice but... for glitter it was number one on iTunes this week get into it <laughs> maybe I'll revisit that but I don't lead know lead the way is some vocals um, yes but that whole that album as a whole though come on and what was um, that lead single lover boy I think so. Which would have been um, number one, but Tommy Mottola was playing games at the time. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it has some bops. 
It does. It has some bops, just like the elusive Chanteuse has some bops, but they don't. Exactly. Ever that make was too long, to, though. I think. Yeah, they never make me want to return to the album. But mm. and and I'm not one to say that current artists. I mean, that artists who have been around for a while shouldn't experiment with current trends in music. When they do, we often get dope tracks like Ape Shit by Beyonce and Jay-Z. That was really, really great. Um, Motivate mm-hmm. by J. Cole off of his last project was really, really great, in which they're doing these trap flows very heavily inspired by the Migos. Um, or even Usher's new project, A, which I think was the perfect display of paying homage to where R&B music is right now. Much of it is influenced mm-hmm. by Atlanta, but not necessarily being corny. Like It actually ended up being one of my favorite favorite R&B projects so far of the year and after listening to this new Mariah album that's also up there with A and I think that um, she's kind of achieved that fine balancing act with being herself but also experimenting with new music so like when I'm listening to the tracks and I'm happy she only gave us 10 tracks because I really don't like these albums that have mm-hmm. like 40 songs it's too much and I you know it, I yeah, it's interest. too much in this era that we're in the streaming yeah. era right like I 10 lose, to 12 i think is ideal yeah i lose interest but like the album gives us uh, all of the things that we love or that i love about mariah right we get those deep r&b cuts like um giving me life which i could actually hear solange singing and maybe that's because of the blood orange influence on the track mm. um, who is the sample is that eddie murphy i asked you that yesterday did you? I don't think you asked yeah, me. The, I think you asked uh, somebody else. Maybe somebody else. <laughs> oh, but there's talking at the beginning, and I was like, "Is that Eddie Murphy?" Um, I actually don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Actually, that's oh. a good. Um, that's a good uh, question. That's a good question. We should figure that out. We'll figure his, that his out. Voice sounded familiar, and I googled. I well, I didn't Google. I just like went to like try to look at reviews, and I was just like, okay, nobody's referencing who that is. Because it sounded like she picked it up from a skit or something. A skit. Yeah, possibly. I need to go back and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Giving Me Life is cool. Um, I like that she gives us that fun, choppy flow characterized by trap music with the distance featuring um, Ty Dolla Sign and also Stay Long mm-hmm. Love, you featuring Gunna. We also get those like sultry vocals on One More Again. And we also get the 90s nostalgia with Portrait and a No-No, which um, samples I Crush love on You. Portrait. Um, I wish we had another ballad like Portrait. Yeah, I think like the album ultimately is fun without feeling forced. And it feels like, dare I say, the emancipation of Mimi part two, just kind of lots of hip hop and R&B influence and a mixture. (laughs) Well, I'm saying in a mixture of pop, right? Like, so I'm not necessarily saying the quality of all of the songs is on that level but it okay. kind of feels as though she returned to that similar okay formula. the similar sonic lane yeah 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 so the sonic landscape okay. of the album feels like that to me and one thing that i loved about the emancipation of mimi right was that it was just fun to listen to right mm-hmm. but yeah some i mean to me that's one of mariah's best albums and that's a hard feat to have when you've had a career as long as mariah to come back like you know Swinging. way later in your career and drop the emancipation of Mimi which is I mean for all intents and purposes a classic Mariah album in my opinion oh, um, it, is. So, it has her biggest hit 
to date, basically. Yeah. We belong together, exactly. which is an impressive feat when you look at all of her other hits. <laughs> all of her other hits. It's crazy. So, like, yeah, so I don't think this later, this latest album is similar to what I think it will do for music, but I do think sonically she does kind of follow a similar formula, which makes it just really cohesive. You know, I think that the Emancipation mm. of Mimi was a very cohesive project um and this uh, um this album feels very cohesive it feels fun and you know she's doing the current trends without it being overpowering so yeah i don't know that's how i felt i, I really like it i'll listen again in fact I'll i mean i like i liked it enough where i bought ticket i bought a ticket to go see her in concert because i was like okay this is fun i can definitely see it fitting in with her discography um, she was on, I don't know if I, you saw her perform last night on the Tonight Show with Jimmy no, Fallon, but she, perf- she performed The Distance and she sounded really good with her and Ty Dolla Sign. She was kind of like harmonizing with him a little bit towards okay. the end and she looked amazing and she looked like she was having fun. I um, love it. Yeah. And, and I feel out. like, hmm? I was going to say really quickly, just shout out to Ty Dolla Sign who's been on everyone's project this year. He is really out here working and I think that. Um, his kind of uh, songwriting skills often go unnoticed and like how what he brings to a song as a collaborator and I think his voice often works with a lot of people in a lot of different genres and so I love that collaboration between them two I didn't I couldn't see it you know when I first looked at the track list but it makes sense Hmm. yeah no I like it and I just I'm I'm happy that she looks so happy I feel like it's more like a victory lap for her, yeah. right? Even like Litter coming back to being number one on iTunes, like the industry yeah. that kind of counted her out. And that really does dispose, you know, they like to call them legacy artists, right? Artists that, yeah. you know, aren't, you know, doing what they used to do. Like she's still out here extremely relevant. Whenever she drops a project, like people stop and listen. It might not be a number one hit, right? Or a number one album, right? But she's still very much pushing ticket sales she's still pushing streams and album sales like she's still out here very viable and i mean if we really think about it artists that came from kind of the pre-digital era those that are still at the top of the game it's really her beyonce and jay-z right that are still able to dominate and create these sizable waves and shifts and i don't think people give her enough credit just like they don't really give her enough credit when it comes to songwriting so i'm kind of happy now that in 2018, there's been a lot of discussions about her songwriting. She had a, yes. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw she had a sit down with Genius Music. And she oh, talked yeah, where like she talks hour. about her lyrics. Yeah. And so people are kind of recognizing the fact that all of these songs that she's performed, minus the covers, she has written or co wrote. Yeah, she's um, written 17 out of 18 of her top hits, of her number mm-hmm, ones. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like unheard of in a many prolific ways for... songwriter right you have yeah, songwriters terrific. and it and the, i did see a clip of her talking about songwriting and why people don't think she's a songwriter because you don't see her sitting behind a piano or strumming a guitar and that's not you know fair yeah. and i also yep. think you know and there's she some never really that she's writes so for pretty. anyone else uh, yeah but i think she would because i think she would like i i wouldn't be surprised in this next iteration of her career if she wants to if she like does yeah. some songwriting and i i would dare to say that maybe some songs that didn't make her project might have ended up on other people's projects but i don't follow her career as yeah. closely as i follow other people's but 
I'm sure she would be happy to write for other people. I think I've seen her say that before, that, like, people always talk about, like, she's a singer, but, you know, songwriting for her is just as important to her or even more important than her voice. Like, she's a songwriter first. And so I think she definitely would, if she wasn't maybe having as much fun still singing and performing. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing with Mariah and why people also don't think about her in those terms is that the personality in many ways has kind of um, overshadowed the talent and and the later iteration of her career, right? So back Mm. in the 90s, you know, Mariah was heralded as a singer-songwriter, right? That was a thing. Like, they would talk about that. And I think that, however, as her career went on and all of the different... Um, public displays of breakdowns, Mariah became kind of like a joke, you know? Like, she became, like, comedy for different comedians or a punchline mm-hmm. in many ways. And uh, with the recent diagno- uh, with her recent disclosure of her diagnosis of being bipolar, I think that there is a way in which um, maybe... Th- like people will move away from that, right? It kind of helps people understand some of those very public meltdowns, right? But I think that people, I mean, they used to make fun of her in many ways, right? For her, Mm -hmm. at the time it was just diva antics. And I think that that's why kind of our generation and the generation after us kind of don't think of Mariah in those terms. But if you talk to people who kind of was like, you know, at uh, our age, at the height of her career, you know, Mariah was nothing to play with. Like, she was a very serious artist. And I think that it's interesting to think about what the digital age has done to some of our legends, right? True. Um, And the gifts and the memes and mm -hmm. all of that that have come from her. I mean, she is one of the only few women to ever be nominated for producer of the year at the Grammys. Like, that's a huge accomplishment. Um, And she's always produced her work, right? She's not just relying on, you know, other people to do the heavy lifting and just falling back and being like, oh, I can sing, so I don't have to do work. Like, she's always been integral to her success. And I even read a soundbite, I guess, that they had translated or transcribed, I should say, where she said even in her contract, she wrote that she would only perform songs that she's written so, yeah. I mean, she takes it very seriously. And, I mean, even smart as a businesswoman, right? If I'm performing the songs that I'm writing, I'm getting royalty check royalty, as a songwriter exactly. from them, too, right? Yep. <laughs> so, it's like... I mean, Mariah... Let's talk about her smart. business habit. Yeah, she... I mean, come on. Every... I mean, Mariah could do nothing and still make... What is it? How much money does she make just from her Christmas song? I think... I mean, I think they guesstimated it one year to be, like, $10 million. I don't know what streaming cutting into that. It might be less. Yeah. But clearly, she's making million plus she's making seven figures a year off of one song every year for the rest of her life right listen like that's amazing shout out more than most people will ever see in their lifetime she's making off of one song one song very smart has been able to monetize it into christmas specials to now these concert specials artists oftentimes re-record it on their own christmas albums because it is i want to say the last classic christmas song Right? That and Wham's probably Last Christmas, I feel like, are the most modern Christmas songs that other people will cover. Right? And that's an achievement in and of itself as a songwriter, let alone an artist. Yeah, and she's only cleared it, what was it, for um, uh, Love Actually? 
the thing about mm. it was that I mean, she's making this money, making the money from her royalties based on literally the song. Not e- it's not even in a ton of movies, and it was it wasn't until Love Actually that she ever cleared it for it to be in a movie, right? And I think that mm-hmm. that's changed now. So yeah, I think that you know she's really out here, and she's also been super, super, super. Um, smart with understanding very early on that publishing is where wealth lies. And I think that that's Mm -hmm. something um, that not everyone recognizes, right? Because we don't often think about who writes a song. We think about who sings the song. Um, But Mm -hmm. where the money's at is really in producing and publishing, right? Like think about someone like Pharrell who does both, right? Like you, you have Missy Elliott who does both, right? You think about these people who have had such longevity you know what i mean and that's because they're not only making money on the front end but they're making money on the back end and they're really investing in their craft and not to say that other people who don't write do not invest in their craft i think that you can be whatever type of artist you want to be but i do think that there's a way in which knowing how to do multiple things whether that's producing writing playing instruments it does allow you to stay around it does increase your chances of longevity because you might not have like you said the number one song right that is under your name but you may have written another number one song or you may have Mm -hmm. produced another another number one song or been sampled on a number one song right mariah was just sampled on drake's album which had the biggest stream record of all time right in one week so it's like she's still out here making bank making smart business choices i mean she's synonymous with christmas like what other artist is synonymous with christmas her like i mean there are jokes right that she plays into where it's like me on you know halloween and then me the next day and it's like mariah carrying a red dress right and you you know that means christmas um like she owns the holiday i mean she owns it where every year now she's been touring for the last few years in new york and now she goes abroad sometimes and does these holiday shows where she just performs her christmas music with some of her own original number one hits and sells out because she is christmas like her single climbs up the charts every single year i think last year was the highest it's ever peaked thanks to the new streaming um inclusions on the charts as well as the ability for songs to rechart yeah and so it's like all i want for christmas could become her 19th number one hit right if enough people stream it and buy it and purchase it and do all of that yeah that would be possibility that would be amazing to see and so yeah so while i think people remember mariah for saying things like I bathe in milk, you know what I mean? No, um, I don't remember I her think, for that, but okay. <laughs> I that never heard of, that. I think that was like one of the things that she at once said. Um, I just know I don't know her. Um, on an interview and then her MTV crib special. Um, so I think like there is a way in which she's also um, reasserting herself as not only just, you know, a cultural kind of icon in terms of means, but making people remember once again that she's more than whatever, you know, thing you heard about her or a bad, you know, performance for New Year's, right? That she is nothing to be played with. And I think that sometimes when it comes to um, our legends, we we kind of, we have some type of distance because they came out so long ago, you know, especially for the people who are younger than us and we're both still in our 20s, right? Mm-hmm. So 
there is a lot of distance there. Um, and I think that once again, she's taking center stage and being like, look, look at how I constantly reinvent myself. And she also always owns all of her failures, which I really, really like, right? Like you own it and then you move on and you keep building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you learn from them. And yeah. she's even talked about, on. I watched the Fallon interview last night and she was talking about, you know, people thought glitter was going to be the end for her and all of this stuff. And so it was kind of like bittersweet to see it at number one because that was the album that most people thought was going to like take her out. Even yeah. though it was a number one album, it was, I think, number one for like two or three weeks yeah. <laughs> on the charts when it was originally released. Um, and is, I believe, a platinum album or a multi-platinum album. Um, all of her albums have gone at least gold, I believe, up until the latest one. Um, so, which I mean, still did well, you know? Yeah, which still, which did, still well. did well, because we're, I mean, we're in a new era, right? We're yeah. definitely, right? So now we've moved, I want to say, into the streaming era, right? So yeah. she's survived from, back when she came out, it was vinyls and cassettes, right? And CDs were kind of the new thing, and then it became CDs, and then it was CDs and digital, and then it was kind of digital and maybe a little CD and then streaming came along and now we're Mm -hmm. very much in like streaming and digital and maybe you'll buy a vinyl for nostalgia right or buy a CD because you just want to have the booklet cover art but that's really it and she survived all of those eras and is still at the top of the charts which is phenomenal I agree with you 100% and also I think the thing about glitter is that we have to remember that the the album is tied to the movie, right? And I think that mm-hmm. a lot of the times when people talk about glitter, they're also talking about the movie, um, which, for all intents and purposes, was not that great. But um, so I think <laughs> there's a, you know, there's a way in a which guilty when pleasure. Said, when she says that it was the biggest bomb of her career, I think she's talking about both of those in that particular moment, right? So while there has been some redemption, I don't think. You know, anybody's trying to revisit that movie. Maybe it'll become a cult classic. I don't it know. It is though. a cult classic. They play it and I stop and watch. It's a feel good movie. I don't know and if it's a, no, they're cult classics and I don't think glitter is up there. <laughs> I, it, it, it will <laughs> be there. It, it, I, I think know. it is a cult classic for certain segments of the population. <laughs> lamb? You mean for the lamb? For the lamely. <laughs> I mean, uh, right. And, and she even took that right and then was in Precious, right? A few years later. And got some nominations and awards for her acting, right? So it's like, it's clear that she's resilient. She says she's working on her biography now, which I'm super excited to read. Yeah, that'll um, be great. Because, I don't know, like, I, I get it. Like, especially in this day and age, like, it's quick. I use Mariah gifts and memes all the time, right? And it's quick to to kind of only see her as that or like oh yeah she has the when it's december it's mariah month right but she's definitely had a very prolific career within music and entertainment but also in like the cultural landscape like if i think back like she was one of the first like biracial individuals that was like super famous in my kind of growing up in lifetime and Mm -hmm. her being open and willing to talk about all of that and the struggles she faced is like a biracial individual and how her record label tried to market her one way. Right. And she was like, but I'm also a black woman. Like, (laughs) and so I, I just think she's super important to the landscape that we have. And I'm happy that she's getting her just due with the songwriting nomination. I hope she wins. Uh, wins an inductee along with Missy Elliott because these are people that are extremely important to yeah, they both culture. Deserve that. Yeah, and so I mean, time will tell. 
But it's also, I'm glad that she's, you know, having fun. Like, it looks like she's genuinely yeah. happy and she's going on tour. I just bought my ticket and it seems like the tour is going to do well. Like, I went and bought tickets and didn't seem like there were that many seats left in the Philly date. So I'm sure by the time it happens in April, it'll be sold out. So that's yeah. great. Like, what is this? Almost 30 years after you originally came out, you're still selling out tours like crazy. Yeah. And I also think, too, what's um, super interesting to me is that um, Mariah has a picture with Colin Kaepernick. And did you see that fans were so angry in her comments about like how she could be, how could she take a picture with him? I and I'm like, see man, that. I was like, do you I know who like, Mariah is? <laughs> yeah, but I also think that people do sometimes forget that Mariah is, you know, black. black I think they just see her and they just, and like she's constantly reminding her, but also I don't know how you could be a fan of Mariah Carey like a fan of Mariah Carey or even know anything about Mariah Carey and not know that she's black. I mean, she is always reaffirming her blackness at every single step. Like it's it's not even a thing. It's not something that one would, one would or even could question because she's always screaming, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black. Like just in case you're confused. So I think it's actually really interesting. Yeah, I thought that was funny. I was reading some of the comments, and someone said, I've always been a fan of you. Like, I've stand you since the beginning. I can't believe you're... Pro-. I was like, if you've been a fan of her since the beginning, like, you would for damn sure know that Mariah is all about equality. She's all about civil rights. She's exactly. donated countless money to causes and lent her voice and time and celebrity to causes very similar to this. So why would this be a surprise? And I'm not even a Mariah stan, and I know this. So I'm like, yeah. if you claim to be a stan, how do you not? know this and then i saw someone quote it and was like imagine when they find out she's black <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I was like i cannot like get it together right uh, like come on man let's i mean i just think it's so interesting right people literally just they make all types of assumptions based on their own you know positionality and i think um I think at the end of the day, uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do some research, right? It's not hard. You, you, you hop on a Google for everything else. Why don't you just like look at your favorite artist's biography? Like, I just, I don't get it. Um, and it's just funny when people just get so in their feelings about things that shouldn't even matter. Exactly. Because like, you still go and listen to the album. You just or, because or you, you won't, right? Kaepernick doesn't mean anything. Or you won't, or you'll hate buy her album and burn it and smash it, right? Exactly. She still gets that sale, though. She still gets the sale, and honestly, she could care less. Like, I really feel like Mariah, especially with this album, is just on a victory lap. Just like, ha ha ha, I'm still here. Y'all tried to count me out several times, and I'm still winning. I'm still culturally relevant. I'm still inspiring your faves, right? Like. You just can't deny her impact vocally, sonically, songwriting-wise. Like, you just can't. And she's still here. She'll be here until she doesn't want to be here, right? Like, she's definitely that type of artist. Um, And is still on the top of the charts, so... Exactly. And it's a really hard thing for um, people to do, to have that type of success. Um, And longevity longevity is difficult, especially in... 
this streaming era, right? Like, you get a hot song or two, everyone loves you, and then next year there's a new kid on the block that has a hot song or two, right? So mm-hmm. longevity is the name of the game. And for someone, as I said earlier, right, to survive all of these different evolutions in the music industry and to still not, not just be making music, but to still be at the top of it is impressive and an accomplishment in and of itself. I agree 100 per cent man i love mariah and i'm so happy at first when you were like have you listened to the new album i was like man i haven't yet because i just didn't know what to expect even though Mm -hmm. i'm a huge mariah fan i think sometimes you turn on an album and you're kind of just like "Eh, you could have you could have left this one you know stay Uh, in the vault no i feel you right some artists you really love like you're a mariah fan like and you know you have an image and a a sound that you have and right you don't want the the legacy and the scography to be messed up right yeah but it wasn't it wasn't yeah no this is great i need her to perform portrait live uh on the tour i or it needs to be a single like i'm just like portrait i feel like if you're in your feelings a nice glass of red wine with the lights dimmed yes (laughs) what's my favorite lyrics she's like somewhat desensitized still the same hopeful child haunted by those severed ties pushing past the parasites down but not demoralized unconfined but don't let go it's like yes yes can we get into these g-r-e-s-a-t words (laughs) like that's also i'd say like her songwriting her songwriting that's what i'm saying parasite like her songwriting is like brilliant and very in depth like when she wants to right and then she can have fun with the song like get the fuck out right yeah and but it can all exist in the same space and on the same album and not sound crazy right like to me get the fuck out and portrait work right they bookend the album right one starts it one ends it but it all fits because she's she has that gravitas where she can be super gre wordy and also be the girl from the block on on Instagram on Twitter, right? GTFO yes. was definitely a meme for weeks, right? Exactly. That people were using. Customer walks but, in and a minute to close. Picture of Mariah. Get the fuck out, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think that yeah, she keeps her, you know, her hand on the pulse of the culture, and and um, is culture, <laughs> and yeah, she is culture. She makes culture, right? Which is great. And I don't know. I also love that the album is kind of a mixture of exploring love, but also heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And what's really interesting about that is that you know, get the fuck out. It's kind of like a savage song, right? Like <laughs> she's like, I don't have time, right? Like no, okay. and then she. You know, and then you get Portrait, which is way more thinking about kind of those feelings of heartbreak and um, love. And so, you know, so it's eighth grade, you know, eighth grade. Those lyrics um, also are really interesting, right? Because she's kind of talking about love that's unsure. Mm-hmm. And um, shout out, that track is produced by Timbaland. And at first I didn't really know how I felt about the track. You know, it's not necessarily one of my favorites, but the more I listen to it, 
Um, I actually really like the sound of it. Um, so I want to I want to sit with that a little bit more. But I love the lyrics. Like she's like, I'm a confirmation. Should you feel unsure? I'm that security when you're insecure. I'll be that baby girl when you're immature. Don't be ambivalent towards me. And I'm like, I think we've all been in a situation in which you are kind of holding someone down and they're not reciprocating in the way that you want them to. Right. And just like going through, mm-hmm. you know, going through those motions, like I'm that security when you're insecure but like no one wants to be someone's security because they're insecure right no one wants to be always holding someone down when they're not reciprocating in the right way and so i think she like you know like she just be saying things that speak to my soul i'd be like yes yes mariah come snatch my edges take them all just have them she'll meet you where you want to be met right so if you're trying in their fresh breakup savage mode sure she has a song on the album for you if you want to be a little more introspective she has something for you too right yep. if you want to be a little nostalgic she has something for you too on the album and i mean this is her first album since lucer chanteuse which was yeah, 2014 yeah and a lot has happened in her personal life since then right she's been engaged and that and then ended the engagement and got a severance check hashtag goals go right? ahead wasted my time. she said <laughs> yeah you wasted my time cut so me the cut check, me check. And, I, because and she didn't give the money. ring back she kept the ring too right did she i don't know maybe or she, she might have sold gave it the or... ring back and got the check whatever maybe. she did that you're right either way i i applaud <laughs> that because you wasted my time and i'm the hbic <laughs> and my time exactly. literally is money like i could have written a hit song i could have performed a tour date that would yep. have netted me six figures, right? So and cut I think me that my was check. one of her arguments, right? That she didn't do, like she changed her tour or she mm-hmm. canceled the tour or something because of yeah, um, like she re- definitely or maybe didn't take on as many dates for the tour because she wanted to spend more time, right? And so you're cutting yeah. into my my check. And even though right, she's wealthy, right? Still, you're wasting my time. So cut me my check, and I'm here for it. Um, and then people were out people were out here talking about oh that's my goal and i was like you know not to be a pessimist but some of y'all's time ain't really worth nothing so it ain't being wasted (laughs) (laughs) or some of y'all some of y'all some of y'all think you got it when you ain't got it like that first of all right like it's that part so yeah fall back (laughs) (laughs) so it's like come on but yeah so that's happening now she's been in a relationship for a few years now with uh her choreographer i think he's he's Mm -hmm. her choreographer now he used to be a backup dancer but now i think he's like lead choreographer co-choreographer and so right all of these different things have happened in her life her children are growing older and so all of this stuff i think has been reflected in the album that's not even what is it like 38 39 minutes it's not even super long, long so it allows it to be replayed and I think especially in the streaming era, like it's important to be like 40 minutes or below because it allows people to revisit, right? You can listen to it in less than an hour, right? You can listen to it maybe three times in two hours and then pick your favorite songs, right? And keep it moving. Exactly. And I think that's exactly. the culture that we're kind of in now where we don't really sit with music as long as we used to. Like yeah. people are people are releasing two bodies of work a year, right? And it's not crazy, right? Cupcake, the rapper, released two albums. Ariana Grande is rumored to release another album before the end of the year, right? And so it's not uncommon for us to kind of go through these albums quicker. But we still sit with them, right? We put them on playlists. We, you know, will, you know, 
only download the few songs that we do like. So it, it makes sense and it works yeah. for where we are, I guess, as a culture. And I think music it, is in people's lives more than ever. Exactly. And I and I and I think that ultimately the artists give us the best work when they're making music kind of for themselves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not always thinking about how people will respond to it. And I think the joy that we hear in the album is reflective of the joy is reflective of the joy she feels in her life, right? And so it definitely makes sense right like she she's out promoting this album she didn't promote that last album we barely saw her you know so Mm -hmm. it's very clear that she's making music that she likes and she enjoys and that she's just having fun and therefore we get this album and i'm i'm all here for this new you know wave of mariah carey like i don't know i think with the New Year's fiasco, the performance fiasco that happened, what was that, two years ago? Mm-hmm. There was a way in which um, I think I kind of felt like, wow, I don't want Mariah to go out like that. You know what I mean? Like, I really, I was just like, it hurt my heart. Exactly. And so I'm happy, I'm happy that she's like, uh-huh, you counted me out? <laughs> Bitch, you thought. Um, exactly. So, Sometimes it, the be- it can be the best motivation, right? People doubting yep. you. Or questioning you can be the best motivation. I mean, all three of us are Aries. Um, yes. <laughs> and, you know, she is my twin. And I definitely feel like when people doubt me or stuff, like, it pushes me even harder. And so I don't know if that's the same for my twin or not. But I definitely feel like she definitely used that maybe as fuel, right? And she came back the next year and performed and did a great job. And I also think the change in management, right? Who she, Who her manager was at that time was not a great woman i don't think i watched the docuseries as they said and it was very clear that the woman wanted to be famous herself right her her daughter was her intern running mariah's social media account it was like this 16 year old is running this account that connects to tens of millions of people this doesn't make sense and so now she's working with oddly enough right rock nation jay-z and beyonce right two other artists who have survived all of these these changes and i think you can definitely tell right the buzz single gets a video the regular single gets a video she's out promoting more a tour is out the way she revealed the um album tracks was sending them to fans right and having them reveal it on social media so like her team is on it right this new management team is on it it in a way to get her very visible and still active and engaging with her fans in this new era so i'm i'm here for it i'm so interested to see how the tour goes, what the next singles are going to be, because I definitely think there are several singles still here on the project that could be released and viable. And then to even see what she wants to do next, right? Is it another residency? Is it another album, right? I think the sky's the limit for Mariah Carey. I think so, too. And and I'm just happy that... um, I'm just really, really happy that she is consistently out here because she's also what um gonna be a mentor for the voice where she, yeah, she was already voice. and yeah, it was, yeah she joined the voice as a mentor she on was on, and i would love to see her as someone on the chair but i almost feel like it, would, it wouldn't be fair because if i was a contestant on the voice i would <laughs> in my turn to? for me i would immediately pick mariah like there's no question like exactly. she's been in the game for decades she's a phenomenal songwriter she has all these great connections and at least from watching the voice i don't really watch the voice unless jennifer hudson is on like it's definitely a show to help build your career even if you're not 
the winner, right? Yeah. And so it's like I, Mariah's my mentor would be perfect. And so right. she was the mentor for everyone. Like she was like the big mentor that came in before they did the live shows. And yeah. Even the artists themselves were fanboying and fangirling out. Like, amongst course, celebrities and Ma- stars, yeah. there's Mariah Carey, right? I mean, it's like, she is Mariah. Like, Mariah is, uh, you know, she is a force to be reckoned with. And you remember when she was on um, American Idol, right? Like, I often, too, felt like, you know, she was honest with people, right? Because I also think that having someone who is as big as Mariah it's really helpful um, as a mentor, but like also having someone who's going to be honest, like Mariah's going to tell you if you are not hitting those notes. Mariah is going to tell you if you are using your voice incorrectly. She's going to tell you, she's going to be honest with you in a way that's going to further your career and not in a way that's like going to be funny sound bites, you know? And I think that that is, that's really cool. That's really cool. And like anyone who gets to work with her, um, you know, I'm sure is honored. I think I would like to see her develop new talent. I think that that would be interesting um, to see from Mariah and this new era, like to really actually um, kind of help. I mean, because she is such a force in the um, the, uh, entertainment industry, right? Mm -hmm. And she does have all of these, um, connections. I think she would be a great person to kind of scout for new talent and to, you know, help usher in some of the new, um, R&B and pop stars. I think that that would be an amazing look, um, for Mariah because, you know, why not? We get all of these other people who can barely hold a note breaking new talent, you know, Mm -hmm. and don't really have any talent. It's just clout. Um, I would also love to hear more duets. Like, I would love a duets album with Mariah Carey and just, like, artists that she loves that are, like, currently out. Because, like, she was fangirling with Kelly. She was fangirling with Jennifer Hudson. I was like, oh, I could hear duets between them. And, like, you know, I won't hold my breath, but I would love to hear her and Ariana Grande do a song together. (laughs) You know what? And I actually think um, maybe that they will repair that relationship now that Mariah's in a different place. I think that whenever um, people talked about Ariana to Mariah, I think that there was a way in which they were like, she is the new you. And I can understand why that's frustrating for an artist. But I do, I always wish that Mariah would have had a different approach because I do think that that, I think that she was mean, right? In a way that wasn't very becoming of her Mm -hmm. and her talent. And I think it wasn't very generous of her because at the time Ariana was still pretty young, you know, she was a new artist. It was like her first album had come out and this was when Mariah was promoting her, her last album kind of. So that was, you know, four years ago, Ariana has been in the game since I'm going to say like 2012 as an artist. So six years. Right. So it's natural, right. Whenever a new artist comes out, they try and compare them to, someone so you know right it's even we do it as fans like oh have you heard this girl she sounds like this person or similar or have you heard him he raps similar to this guy right so it's common to do it but as an artist right especially an artist that's still active right and going it's not necessarily flattering to hear that this person is the new you or going to replace you especially when what they do is completely different right yeah like yes they both have amazing voices and Clearly, Ariana has listened to Mariah, and she would never deny of that, course, right? Yeah. But also, like as she used we said to say before, she like she was inspired by Mariah. Yeah, but then she kind of stopped that once, like the backlash came, because she was like, "Oh, okay." 
Um, but like it's clear, right? You can't listen to Ariana and not hear that she wasn't inspired by Mariah Carey. And exactly, they also do things differently, though, right? Like Ariana is like an actress and a singer, right? Mariah yeah. Carey is very much like a singer songwriter, and Ariana Grande has been getting more and more into songwriting, right? But she did yeah. not start her career right in the same space, same way, yeah. And but so I do it, think that. Go ahead, sorry, finish. Yeah, yeah. So I think right there, there can't there are similarities, and I understand why, right? But it's also like they're kind of completely different <laughs> yeah they're 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 different but that doesn't mean i don't think that that justifies mariah's um pettiness towards her and oh, I, that's not. one thing that i can never understand right because you don't need you know like at the end of the day no one is ever going to take mariah's spot but there'll be new spots. And I think that that's the important thing for all of us to remember is even when we're doing comparisons that I want Ariana Grande to be the best her, not the best version of a Mariah Carey because that doesn't make sense, right? Exactly. Like, I want her to be her own person. I want, you know, some a, a new artist that I've been listening to a lot, um, Summer Walker, Um's new project. I want Summer Walker to be her own self, not, you know, the comparisons to SZA. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I want all of these people to figure out and realize their own potential. And yeah, comparisons are, um, you know, they happen. That's just the nature of the game. But people can still be generous. And for me, Mariah and that in that context was not generous. And it was a moment in which I was like, oh, come on, like this doesn't make any sense, right? So while I too would love a, um, a record with the two of them, I don't know. Cause if I'm Ariana, I don't know if I would get over that because she was on all these interviews playing this True. little girl's life. So I could see that. I also feel like, right. I mean, Nick Cannon talked about it recently and was like, you know, Mariah was feeling her at first. And then when she heard the comments, she was like, well, wait a minute. Right. Yeah. Like, cause I feel like Mariah is a very generous artist. Like, yes, Mariah and Nikki had whatever thing they had. Right. But before Nikki really blew up, Mariah gave her a big look. Right. Yeah. And put her on her project. And Mariah's worked with countless artists. Right. Even Justin Bieber was coming up and she was like, OK, I'll do the song with you. Right. Like, yeah, she doesn't have to do any of these things. Like, she's a legend in her own right. Nobody would say anything. Um so I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm holding out hope. Like I feel like you know Ariana's been through a lot, right? It, she's clearly someone that you know has mentioned being in therapy and like understanding things in a way and being forgiving and grateful. And so maybe just maybe it'll take the right force, right, <laughs> to mean, get them. Because can... I honestly would love a song. Like I feel like their voices would meld perfectly. Like people put. Yeah. I don't know if you heard it, but raindrops from Ariana's album, and then they the last note that she hits, they melded it into Mariah Carey singing a note from Emancipation of Mimi and it sounded flawless together. And I was just like, ugh, like a track between them two, especially Mariah's just a brilliant writer and Ariana's getting her voice as a songwriter. Like, it could be something special. I agree, but, you know, I mean, she may have already forgiven her, but, you know, you might not forget. And so, and it also, (laughs) I mean, and look, I don't, I don't fault her for that, right? Like, because I do think there's a way in which we have to always remember to be kind because you also just, like, you don't need to be threatened for what? You know what I mean? But also maybe a track with them wouldn't be the best because then it would bring up these constant comparisons again, right? It would then be a dissection of maybe how Ariana is imitating Mariah, right? So maybe, although we want the track, not having the track actually might save us some of those um, unnecessary comparisons between the two. 
true, true, true. I mean, I love it. I'm here for it. You know, Ariana, put her on your new album that's just <laughs> dropping whenever. That would really fuck some shit up. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. Any last thoughts? Oh well, we should have. Ta- we should talk about our favorite tracks from the album. Our list of favorite three. Yeah. What are your favorite three? I think my favorite three are in no particular order. Um, I love The Distance. I really think it could be a huge hit. I don't know what they're doing at radio, why they're not pushing it or promoting Mm -hmm. it. But it definitely has a great vibe, especially as we're in the midst of cuffing season, as they say. I love Portrait. I had, you know, usually supposed to listen to up-tempo things at the gym. But yesterday at the gym, I definitely was just jamming to Portrait (laughs) on the weights in my feelings. And then I think it's a toss-up between a no-no and giving me life. I'll probably give giving me life more of an edge. There's just something about the Dev Hine slash Blood Orange produced beat that yeah. I love with Mariah and Slick Rick together. I just think it's it's great. Yeah. What about you? I feel you on that. Um, so Caution. I love Caution. Caution, Caution, Caution. Um, that is... <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that that's my favorite track um, on the album. And then um, I really love One More Again. Um, and then I would say portrait. And then for me, um, if I had to pick like a fourth, it would probably be the distance. Um, for me, mm-hmm. I those are the songs to me that really, really stand out. Um, but caution, caution just I just love it. It just speaks to my soul. I could listen to it over and over and over and over again. Um <laughs> Yeah, I just really like that song. Uh, yeah, I just, I like the album. I'm just so happy to like the album. Like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm just like, go ahead, Mariah. Look at mm-hmm. you. Like, Back. I'm just so happy to love the album. Yes. I definitely think yeah. it's, you know, one of her strongest, most recent works. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to see what happens. And I and I'm, I wonder what the tour is going to look like. So I'm excited. I've never seen her on, live. So this will be Now fun. I'm in my feelings. Because now I, I want to go to the tour. You should go. You should go. It's around your birthday. Dun, dun, I know. Dun. <laughs> but that is it for us today. We're sorry for the delay and another hiatus. But, you know, we're busy doing things. I dropped a book. Kira's about to be done with her PhD. So, you know, things are happening. <laughs> yeah. And I have a new job working at the ACLU of Georgia. Mm-hmm. So that's been, like, a really cool but definitely a learning experience, right? And so uh, it's been campaign season, so I've literally had no time. Um, and so now that things are dying down, I'm hoping, you know, that we can get back on a regular schedule so that we can keep giving y'all um, all this mm-hmm. flavor. The latest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, as always, you Shout can find to- us at what you call at the Backbeat Podcast on Facebook. You can find us the Backbeat One on Twitter, um, I don't know Tumblr. What is it? The Backbeat. The Backbeat Podcast. Podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know Tumblr. So if you ever see me on Tumblr, it's not me. Lies, deceits. Lies. <laughs> Marcus is probably out here. He probably got nope. a whole Tumblr page just so he can nope. deny it. Nope. I, my friends have put me on Tumblr though, and I'm like, oh, I get likes. That's interesting. Um, 
I'm definitely old school. I keep to I keep to the streets that I know. Instagram, Twitter. But but you heard that though. He's still in these streets. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> We're both lying. about to be in these streets. You know, 2019. Uh-uh. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm old. I'll be going to bed at 10 o'clock. I'm not to, what is what is what is right? No, me too. But I'll be getting up at five, so that gives me a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> that part. What does Issa Ray say? Uh, hotation. I'm about to go into a hotation. Uh, uh, I yeah. get that. But I'm, to, I'm literally about to be in these streets. Okay. With my heard it, So look out for her on all these streets. <laughs> Don't be looking for me though. I'm at home, sleep. <laughs> but until next time, bye. <laughs> Peace.